Hi, hi, hi. Welcome to the last episode of the season. <laughs> oh no. This is Nyasha Musa Grace. I'm Nana. And I'm Nyasha. And this is it, guys. We have possibly spoken about one thing in every single episode this season, and it is using a trained professional. Yes. We cannot cut corners. <laughs> no, no. I mean, we can, and there are people that are always going to take the untrained stylist option for whatever reason that's okay Mm -hmm. but we just want those people to know some of the things that they should expect might happen um because the things that will happen because sometimes even by going to a trained professional if they're not well trained and if they're not trained because i think this is a complaint i hear a lot Mm -hmm. with the black hair community that there isn't enough stylists trained to handle natural hair A lot of stylists know what to do with relaxed hair. Yes. They know how to perm. They know how to do keratin. They know how to do everything else other than natural hair. So when we talk about trained professionals, we're, we're assuming mm-hmm. that you're natural or interested in natural hair. And so therefore you want a professional that is trained to understand natural hair because there are some naturals who have complained Mm -hmm. and have said when they've gone to the salon they've been told oh why don't you relax your hair or why don't Mm. you do this and why don't you blow dry your hair so we we're not saying that going to a trained professional is going to fix your problems especially if you're natural if you're relaxed definitely by all means please just do try and use somebody who is is trained. Um, there's more of those that are readily available, available than there are natural hairstylists yeah. who work from the point of view of preserving your natural hair yeah. without moaning, without complaining. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> some will complain, which is not right. So we were saying, let's shout out those who are doing a good job yes. so that more people get to know about them. That's it. And then we can hopefully... Um, I don't want to use the word force, but maybe we can uh, inspire. Mm-hmm. Oh, we can inspire. We just want people to feel like if they're into hair, yeah. they want to get trained well to service all their clients. They want to serve all yes. their clients well. well. So what we're really going to think about is from a client perspective as well. Yeah. How can we find, where can we find, what should we be looking for when we're looking for a trained stylist who knows to do with our hair okay so you've got sometimes people differentiate and they're like a stylist a hairdresser a braider or whatever whoever's touching your hair first things first just ask them so where did you train yes it's it's not unreasonable to ask a person that you're handing money over to where they trained the reason for that being how the hair industry is regulated Mm -hmm. is very different in every place Mm -hmm. So a lot of people just start doing hair without any training whatsoever. They don't know the first thing about anatomy or physiology. They don't know anything about hair structures. Mm -hmm. They don't know anything about the structure of the hair. They don't know anything about the makeup of the hair. They just know how to section it, how to style it, how to blow dry it, how to color it. They've never been on a colorist course. I bet you saw my wig. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) My hair is, oh my gosh, my hair, my wig hair is just like colored. It was custom colored. Yeah. So that was created by my wigologist. Mm -hmm. You see, so part of what you're paying for when you're paying a a, a person to do your hair is their skills and their expertise. Yes. And they have invested in themselves 
So it's only fair that you then invest in. Yeah, because mm-hmm. then when you're looking for a dentist, we don't cut corners there, do we? No. When you're looking for, you know, you're looking for a, a GP or you're mm-hmm. looking for whatever, you're trying to go to somebody you know is good. Yeah. You're, you're looking for a mechanic. Yes. You're looking for a person that's good or for a garage that's good. You're looking for people who are trained and who know what they do. Why then with the one thing that can mess you up psychologically, are you not being as meticulous? Mm. Like hair loss is not fun unless you want it. Like a bald head is only cool if you decided you wanted it. Yeah. If it's not something that you decided you wanted, it might not be fun. Yeah. Because even sometimes when you have a big chop, you... (laughs) have moments after three days of like, what did I really want to do this? (laughs) You know, so first and foremost, just ask, where did you train? Where did you get certified? And hear what they are saying. If they say, oh, I'm in school and I'm going and this is the school I go to, I do whatever, that's that's still not a bad thing. At least they're being trained. You know, most colleges will have salons on site where they'll say, you know, come and get our students to use your head as as models and stuff. And this is another thing I'd like to say to black women all over. When people who are training are saying, look, I'm looking for heads to practice on and I'm looking for, why can't you just invest in their investment in themselves? Because it's going to benefit you one day down the line. Mm -hmm. You, You also have to be willing to help these ones out because at least they're being honest enough to say, I'm, I'm, I'm going to class but I need somebody to practice on. Mm. So you go and you practice. Usually, even junior stylists in, in salons, any salon, a junior stylist isn't going to maybe charge as much as a senior stylist because they know that the, the margin for error is, you know, is high. Yeah. But I think if you've got a, a person who's training to do Afro hair and they're asking, can you help me out? Mm-hmm. You know that you're still going to get your hair done. Um, just just help them out. Yeah. Help them out. Let's support people to be trained well. Yes. First things first. So ask to see certification. And then we've asked for the certification. What else should we be looking for? Their own hair. <laughs> their own hair. Yeah. Um, because what they're doing with their hair is a very good indication of what they're going to do with your hair. It's true. Um. So ask them about their own hair. Now, most stylists won't do their own hair mm. in terms of I, I don't always braid my own hair. I do, but it's like, it's very long. Um, but there are things that I do do to my hair. So I might neglect my own hair, mm. but I've still got healthy hair. Yes. So my hair's not damaged. So again, if you're going to a dentist and he's got no teeth. Right. Yeah. And then look at some of their other clients or see their work. Mm-hmm. Ask to see their work. Ask to see images of their work if you haven't before. Yeah. Just ask to see, oh, can I see your portfolio? Can I see some of the stuff you've done? Make sure that the images are theirs as opposed to images from social media or mm. s- uh, images from other people's accounts. Right. Um, that happens. That of course happen. it does. It does happen, yeah. So just ask them and question them. Ask them questions. How long is it going to take to do my hair? Um, how long have you been doing hair? Right. Just should, find out. Should our stylists be asking us anything? Definitely. What should they be asking They should us? be asking you loads of things. Because, you see, um, a stylist's role, right, is to use products correctly, use yes. products 
properly to enhance your hair, your skin, your nails, whatever it is you're using this beautician for. So we're talking about hair. They're supposed to enhance your hair. They're supposed to help you heal and repair your hair. They're supposed to help you maintain your hair. So if you're going in with healthy hair, you don't want your hair to go downhill. Yeah. Okay? Um, So they are supposed to be asking you about your lifestyle. They're supposed to be asking you about what you've been doing. Mm. Um, how, how long do you want the style for if it's braids? How long are you hoping to keep the style in for? Uh, what do you do? Do you exercise a lot? Do you sweat a lot in your head and stuff like that? They should be looking at your hair, da- your, your hairline. Right. They should be looking inside your hair. Do you have any underlying health issues? Because if you've got things like eczema and stuff like mm. that, they need to know. Um, if you've got sickle cell, they need to know. Just because all those anything that affects your body is going to affect your hair. Yeah. So they should be doing a thorough consultation about where you're at. And even if it's an existing client, I know my regulars. When I see them and they've done something to their hair, I know. And I'm like, oh, why are we doing this? Why is your hair now looking like this? Because yes. you can tell when the hair starts to go downhill. So then it's like, let's fix that. You need to now change this, tweak this, different season. You need to up this, slow this, do that. So if you go to the same person all the time, Mm -hmm. they should be helping you track your hair's health. Right. Yeah. Right. They, They should be helping you to keep your hair healthy. And also they should be seeing if there's any changes happening with your hair and helping you to understand what those changes mean. Because... They need to check your scalp because you can't see your own scalp. So it's their job to see that your scalp is healthy. And if you're not washing your hair properly, they should, if it's a braiding service, your braider should be able to tell you that you haven't washed your hair properly and why. And she can help you to fix that. And if they're doing a proper consultation and they're looking at your scalp, some scalp issues are self-correcting. Right. But if it's a scalp issue that is beyond the scope of the braider, she needs to, or he needs to send you to, or the hairdresser, they need to send you to either see a trichologist or to mm-hmm. see a dermatologist because those are the two people that deal with conditions and diseases of the scalp. Right. And of, I think definitely in America, it's a dermatologist. Mm-hmm. In most other places, it will be a trichologist. Okay. If there's no trichologists where you live, then there's some who offer online services. Um, and also go and see the dermatologist. Sometimes they can then be the ones to tell you, oh, you need to go and see an endocrinologist. Okay. You need to go and see the gynecologist. You mm. need to go and see a doctor. You need blood works done. Because all these things start with what your skin and your scalp are doing and what your hair is doing. So right. there are people who, whose lives have been saved just because the hairdresser's like, oh, I don't understand what your hair is doing. Go to your doctor. Right. And hairdressers are trained. This is why we've been championing trained people this whole season. Yes. Because when you are trained, you're trained to know when something is beyond the scope of your expertise. Mm -hmm. So none of this business of, oh, my goodness, I found this amazing braider or this amazing person and the whole patch in my head. She just sewed it over and she did this. And people are showing off these amazing skills of covering hair patches and like, oh, you wouldn't even know that her edges are gone. And like, I've done a weave that. Why is that situation happening? Mm -hmm. Like, Why do you have a patch on your head? You cannot be braiding somebody's hair and there's a patch and you're braiding over it mm-hmm. and you're doing all this without understanding why that is happening. Right. That, that's a no-no. That is malpractice. 
Mm. It shouldn't be happening. You, you shouldn't be having people put a weave over your head and covering breakage and damage right. without understanding. That's your body communicating. Your body's telling you something isn't right. It's important to understand what the cause of your problem is mm -hmm. before you choose a treatment. Right. If you just go to the doctor and you're like, I don't feel well, and the doctor's like, there, take that. Let's just reiterate that again, because I really do want our listeners, I want you guys to really understand this point, that we don't just want to be covering over hiding no. damage. We yeah. want to find the reason why the mm -hmm. damage is happening and address the damage yeah. instead of just glossing over it. Because just glossing over it means we're going to keep increasing mm -hmm. the size of the damage, the severity of the damage. And yeah. then one day it may be too late to do anything about it. We may just end up with no hair. Yeah. And that's, that's sad yes. for you to have to wear wigs because you are in a position where you have damaged your hair right. or you've allowed somebody to damage your hair. This is not like illness caused, you know, like people might wear a wig because they've got an illness or it's like thyroid issues or mm. whatever. That's not what we're talking about. You know, we've got loads of, loads of ca cancer patients sometimes have to wear wigs or yes. they choose to wear wigs just because they're losing their hair. We're not talking about that. I'm talking about people who feel compelled to wind up wearing wigs purely because they have damaged mm -hmm their own hair or the stylist has damaged the hair and you keep going back and you keep having the same style done or, oh, we'll change the parting and we'll put it here, but we keep weaving over the hair. And yes. like your partings are becoming wider than the Red, the, the red Sea parting. <laughs> the children of Israel are marching right through your head. Like at what point are you going to say, hang on a minute, this yes. isn't right. Stop going to that person. Yes. If you are going to a stylist and that stylist never tells you that this hairstyle is not good for you, change your stylist right because stylists are supposed to tell you when something is not for you mm -hmm. they should love you enough and love their job enough to tell you that this isn't for you right. this particular hairstyle is not going to work with your hairline and then from the client's perspective actually listening to that advice taking that advice on board because if you do have a stylist who's good enough to tell you no we cannot do this hair don't go and find someone else who will do your hair because you really like the looks. I've learned this the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> I've had to cut my hair off as a result of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because this is, now I'm telling you something that comes from one of training books. Right. Right? As a stylist, you must know when to tell a client that a specific salon service or style is not healthy for their particular hair or scalp. Right. And along with that comes the requirement that the stylist understands why that yeah. treatment is not yeah. right. So she'll explain that yeah. to you and she'll tell you, don't do this because of A, B, mm. C, and D. How about we take inspiration from whatever you've seen, but how about we do it like this? Yeah. Let's do it to suit your hair. Let's do it to suit your, your, your hair density. Mm. If you've got really fine hair, certain hairstyles are not a good idea for yeah. you. If you've got really coarse hair certain things like sometimes it's a question of you can't do this hairstyle right now mm -hmm. let's heal your hair let's repair your hair let's get your hair to healthy and then you can do that yeah it's so much easy to bounce back from poor styling choices right when your hair is healthy than it is when your hair is damaged yeah. to continue putting damage on top of damage is not clever no because those are some of the people that talk the loudest as well mm -hmm. about how this should be done and that should be done and it's like but it doesn't work like that right because 
it's not a one size fits all. So here the stylist is being told a particular service or style is not is not healthy for their particular hair or scalp. Two mm. friends could walk in, two sisters could walk in, exactly same situations, but different hair. I've had this. I've got clients who are twins and they came in and it's like, oh, we need to tweak your hair routines. Mm -hmm. And they had to tweak their routines because one's hair is not quite the same as, as the, the other one's hair. Yeah. And to look at it, it looks the same. But once you start to touch and feel the hair and you're working with it, you're like, oh, no, this is why your hair is behaving like this and this is why your hair is behaving like this. So you stop using this, you start using this. Yes. Your stylist is there to help you have lovely hair, not just on salon days or the day after, because that doesn't that salon treatment doesn't last mm. very long. So that's not the standard you're going for because when you have your hair washed and styled in a salon, the products that they're using are concentrated. They're industrial. Yeah. It's industrial. That's why it's not for everyday use. Yes. It's not for everyday use, but it's supposed to at least show that, well, I've had my hair done, mm. but that's not your everyday situation. Mm -hmm. So what do you want? You're aiming for between salon appointments, you want to maintain healthy hair. Right. That's so important. So you yeah. have to talk 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 and get get to know the person and and their passion for yes. what they do because that's what you're paying for you really are paying for that yeah you're paying for your hair to be preserved by somebody who cares right at least you should be yes <laughs> which means that we need to demand higher standards mm -hmm. of ourselves of who we're looking to and where we're going with our hair. It's not okay to just go to auntie because she's done it for forever. Mm -hmm. Or to go to this hairdresser because, you know, we know her really well. What's our hair actually saying? Is our hair appreciating the choices that we're making? Mm -hmm. And why are we making those choices? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if cost is an issue because of wherever our listeners are, are living and they feel like, oh, it's very expensive to go to wherever and to get somebody else doing my hair all the time then make use of the people who offer you online services. Right. So get a hair coach, go to a hair coaching service, a, a trained hair coaching <laughs> service, okay? Yes. Not one of those, I've been on my hair journey for the last 60 years. <laughs> well done you, but do you know the first thing about hair? Right. Because your hair is not the same as somebody else's hair. Right. So stop creating problems and then charging people just to tell them your own personal experience. Mm. Because what happens is, when that happens, People will do that. I get this a lot at work. You can tell I'm getting vexed. Yeah, you? she's sat up, guys. She's just Because people come to me and they say things like, well, I was on YouTube and they say to do this and to do that. So I did it. Mm. Okay, why did you do it? Oh, well, because the YouTuber said this and this is that. Where is this YouTuber based? She's based in America. Where are you based? You mm -hmm. live in Brixton. What's the weather like in Brixton? Yeah. What's the weather like in Georgia, where right. she lives in America? What's the water like? What's your diet like? Mm -hmm. What's her diet like? So what is this thing that you're going to a person who is untrained mm -hmm. and then you are expecting miracles and then it's like you, you come to me to say, oh, but this and that happened. Well, of course it would happen. You're not her hair. Her right. hair is not your hair. So therefore, you are having those issues because you are doing something. It's like you're taking a prescription that belongs to someone else. Yes, that's stupid. That is, that is. That is exactly, that's the perfect analogy for it. I'm not calling anyone stupid. I'm just <laughs> saying the practice of taking medication that has been prescribed to somebody else is less than smart. Yes. 
and it's the same with our hair. It's it's the same principle that applies there. Yeah. Wow. Go to a prof- go to a person who is trained in hair. Right. A lot of salons again. A lot of people will do a complimentary consultation mm. over the phone. It's true. They will do it on WhatsApp. They will do it on Skype. I even know there's a South African company that um, it, it, it's a trichology based company. They're based somewhere in South Africa. They do. Um, consultations online right there is um a company that is based in dubai mm-hmm. they do consultations online right there is there's loads of places where you can go and speak to people who do and understand hair right every single day not just their own hair but hair in general mm-hmm. talk to them and they will tell you what you're saying requires a doctor yes. what you're saying requires a blood test what you're saying requires this that and the other and sometimes it requires a psychologist mm. you know in trichology you're trained to know when to send your client for to see a psychologist right because then you can see that their hair damage is not about to stop so therefore they need to go and see a psychologist because the psychologist is going to help them to manage their emotions mm, around the hair their hair loss. loss. Right. Because it's it's unavoidable because of whatever it is the investigation has found out. Yeah. So then they need support. So this is why a well-trained professional is never, ever going to try and fix something that they know they're not trained to, to do. do. When people say they want their hair colored, I have my girl, I'm mm-hmm. like, let me hit so-and-so up, I'm going to send you something. Hey, girl, can you do this person? Because they want, you know, mm-hmm. my big lady. <laughs> no, because she's done color. Yeah. She's, she's trained to do color. So she does all these very clever things. Um, so whenever I talk about people, I'm talking about people who I know have been trained to, people I trust with my own hair. Yes. I would go to them to get my hair done. Right. And if you know me, you know that my hairs fly, even if I say so myself. (laughs) And therefore, I'm not just going to allow anything and anyone Mm -hmm. to touch my hair anymore. Been there, done that. We're not doing that again. So I would never recommend a person I wouldn't personally use myself. Right. And neither should your stylist. Yes. Your stylist should be recommending you if you want color and she's not trained to do color, she should send you to somebody who Mm. is. And there's no harm in that because guess what? That colorist, when somebody says, oh, can you do my weave? Can you do this? They'll be like, ah, I'll hook you up with so-and-so. So let's talk. Yes. Let's share well-trained people. Let's pay them well. (laughs) <laughs> yes. that's the other thing yes. um and and let's pay for the right thing yeah synthetic hair can look amazing right mm-hmm. what doesn't look amazing is when you've got your 450 pounds worth of virgin hair right and it hasn't been installed <laughs> properly because it looks nasty yeah and then your aftercare game is weak because she didn't tell you what to do and how yeah. to look after the hair she doesn't know she doesn't know there's different types of extensions. Mm-hmm. My goodness, I sat in class that day thinking, do I have to do this? <laughs> but we had to learn about the different types of extensions, right. like the Remy, the this, the that, the that, the that, the that. What does it mean? And what does it mean? What does it mean? So your stylist should know those things. Yeah. Even if it's not the top of your head, she should have references to say, okay, let me just check my course material. Yes. Let me go back and check my course file. Let me go back and do my research. Let me go back and do this. There's no harm in doing that in mm. order to get things done right. Yeah. So those are some of the benefits of using a person that has been trained. Properly. They know beyond just to make you look nice. Yeah. 
they also leave you feeling nice even after that hairstyle is gone. Nice. And though your hair still should supposed to be healthy, it's supposed to be healthy nine months later. Yeah. A year later, it shouldn't be damaged. Right. What is our last moment of grace for this season? Our moment of grace for this season is definitely go to a trained professional. Mm-hmm. Demand to see or to know their qualifications, insist on it. Because you're paying for hair damage. Let's stop paying for hair damage and let's stop creating issues that are avoidable. Right. So also if you're interested in hair or you do hair, find a certification program that will allow you to become Mm well-trained so that you can accept people's money in good faith. If you're taking money from people based off of your personal experience, shame on you. Shame on you because you don't even understand the damage you're doing that somebody else is going to have to clean up Mm -hmm. just for money. Really? Like, really? Really? That I come side-eyeing you right now. And there's a few people (laughs) I could call out by name, but we're not going to be petty. We're not going to be petty because this is a safe space. We're just saying each of us knows what we're doing. We know who we are. Let's do better if we're not. And if we're doing well, let's keep that up. Mm -hmm. And if we know people who are doing well, let's celebrate them. So that other people get to know about them. Don't just keep your good stylists to yourself. And don't just keep your clients to yourself. If your clients want something that you can't do, share them. Send them to somebody else. Because guess what? That person will send you clients back. Or your client will be so happy with you that they will send people to you. That's it. So it's okay. It's it's, it's a village. It's a community. Let's let's do it with grace. Yes. But let's make sure that we are getting trained. If if people want to know where they can get trained, please hit us up. Yeah. Ask me. Definitely. And I, I'm willing to do the research on your behalf, regardless of where you are. I mm. will I will bend over backwards to find out what's available in whatever country you're in mm-hmm. so that you're going to a stylist or to a braider or to a whatever that is I know there's a place in Belgium. Oh, is it in Belgium? Ooh. We can tag them. We, we tag will them. We'll tag them. So when this episode comes out, we're going to look for this salon only because I've got a client who had to travel to this place and she went and she had such a wonderful experience. And mm. I think places like that, if you are there on holiday, if you're going there on holiday, then it's worth you going and booking yourself an appointment yeah. to get your hair done by people. Because, you know, within five years, there will be more yes. well-trained Afro hairstylists. We are getting there. Right. It's just that at the moment... We're not yet there. So let's share the information about the ones that we have that are good. So it's a long moment of grace. Yes. But it has more than one side to it. There's a responsibility for those who are accepting payments to say, come on, can you not damage people's head? Educate yourself. Mm -hmm. Chances are you'll be able to charge more once you're well-educated because you are providing a much, much better Better service. service. For sure. What a season it's been, guys. We've covered so many topics and so much things. We'll be with you next week with a bonus episode where we feed back some information that we've gotten. Yeah, we'll do a Q&A. your questions. So give us questions. Send us in your questions, your queries. Tell us how you felt along with our episodes. And start telling us your salon tales. Tell us your salon tales. So that we can put them in for next season. Yes. And again, if there's people you want us to have on... Please tag them. Yeah. Please, please um, let us know. Let us 
find out what they're doing and how they're doing it. And we will definitely have them more because I think there's more than one voice there is. to this. So yes. we want all the different voices to come on board. And it would be lovely to have maybe next season um, a salon that specializes in relaxers. Yeah. It'll be lovely to have those for our relaxed listeners and for our text relaxed listeners. Perfect, guys. Thank you so much for listening in. Don't forget to tag us at us, DM us, hashtag Nyasha Musa Grace, hashtag Moment of Grace, and we will see you for season three. Yay!